guys. Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is season three, episode one, Pop, Block, and Drop It. All things blocking. Okay, <laughs> but first, season three, are we for real? Mm-hmm. That yeah. is crazy. It blows my mind. Thank you to everybody that's seriously, I mean, three seasons in, you guys have yeah. really stuck it out with us, so yes. thank you for that. Um, we're diving into blocking this week because I know I've done a more traditional blocking, but you tried a new kind of blocking. So mm-hmm. we kind of thought we would dive all into that. Um, I've done traditional blocking where I have actually done both soaked in water and then like wrang it out or also sprayed with like a spray bottle mm-hmm. and then pinned it on. I don't have any, I'm not fancy uh, because I don't do a lot of blocking. So I bought the foam nailers that you use in the garden from the Dollar Tree. And that's what yeah. I use to block my stuff on. But it's a good thick foam mat. It doesn't have any lines or anything. But like for one or two small items, it's perfect. And you're mm-hmm. literally spending $1.25 these days. Yeah. Um, But you tried a steam blocking. And I want to hear about that. So I... <laughs> saw a video of a lady doing it on Pinterest and she had crocheted a shawl and so she blocked her shawl on um like a foam mat of some kind it was really big so maybe like a floor mat size I guess okay um which I'm also looking into but they're really expensive so (laughs) I haven't bought one yet but um so anyway so she's making the shawl and she tacks it down and then she goes over it with a steamer. And just the difference that it made while she was steaming it in the video, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get a steamer. So I did find <laughs> a really cheap steamer. Um, gosh, I don't even know. It was maybe like 10 bucks or something at Walmart. Just a little handheld steamer. And so I tried that last night. I blocked um, my squares on a blocking block. Oh, and also I feel, I feel like I need to qualify this by saying the picture that you'll see for the tonight's thumbnail is the unblocked version. I'd already had them sewn together, so I don't want anyone looking at the picture and being like, yeah, that's that's not blocked. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I digress. The um, So anyway, I put them on the little block thing and then ran a steamer over it, and I gotta tell you, I get the blocking hype. Uh, my edges were pretty crisp. And then once I get it put together, like completely put together, I'm going to block it again. I think it's a By that time, idea. I hope and... I have a floor size mat because. <laughs> 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 oh, no. But I get it. I'm So the only things that I have ever blocked actually are when I was on my kick of learning how to do cables. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't block the cables... It's, they're not as pronounced. Um, okay. So, like, if you're using... I try to use mostly solids for the cables because I feel like, again, you you work so hard to create this, like, fancy-schmancy pattern that I don't want it to get lost in a really busy yarn. Mm-hmm. So, but even with solid colors, like, unless you're really looking, it's hard to tell sometimes that there are cables there. But when you block it... Um, you can pin it just right so they kind of like are puffed up a little more and um, I hate curling edges I, I hate them um, there are certain mm-hmm. patterns that you do in knitting and maybe it's the same way in crochet where it just automatically curls the ends yeah 
Yeah. I, uh, basic, like if you do knit stitching on both sides, I believe that is called stockinette stitch. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you do like one row of knitting and then reverse it and do one row of purl, um, one side almost looks like it has a braid to it and it's really pretty. I hate purl stitches. Everyone knows that, but that, that, that combination, those inch, the edges curl in like an inch on each side. So you have to really accommodate for that. Like, unless you're wanting a weird sneed looking scarf, that's extra thin, um, it's not a good pattern for that. I tried to make a scarf one time and it was all curled in, but I didn't know about blocking then. Yeah, I, so even if I don't get like a floor size mat to put it on, I have seen some people who um, probably wet it, but I'm, I might try the steamer again, but they like kind of hang it like kind of from a clothesline I guess but like there's a top and a bottom to it so I guess like maybe two clotheslines like horizontally if that makes sense and then they clip it like, okay. across the top and across the bottom so like it's pulled you know tight okay and, yeah and then let it usually I guess it's like probably wet and then they do that and then like it dries that way and then it's more of like a straight thing I just I think that the steamer though is a lot easier and doesn't get it, you know, like as, as wet, you know, cause I'm afraid of mildew too. Like how wet See, is that's too what wet? I worry about when I've done the things that I just like got it wet and then like rang it out. I kept like really thoroughly wringing it out because I just kept thinking the same, like it's not going in the dryer mm -hmm. and I almost thought about, and this might be highly frowned upon, so somebody's probably going to, like, write us and shame me about this, but I almost <laughs> thought about the time that I did it and soaked it, taking a hairdryer to it, like, just on a low setting mm -hmm. while it's blocked. Um, yeah. Just to make sure to get all the moisture out, because I was also just worried about that. Like, I didn't want it to smell weird, or, I mean, it didn't, and it was fine, but. Say, I've, I've not tried it, but I bet you could do it. I don't. I mean, I don't see why not as long as, like, you're not super close to it. Now, I know, like, for instance, they say don't iron, especially acrylic yarn, because it's, like, plastic, essentially, is what it's made out of. So, it'll it melt. melt. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense, because in my passion for trivets uh, last season or two, um, we discussed that, you know, that's why you do cotton for that. Now... I've seen some different cotton blends. I really like working with cotton. I know it's not your favorite thing. It has a weird texture to me. I... But so does Karen Simply Soft Yarn. And I don't love that, but it just feels weird to me. It, it's a me thing. Oh. I own, um... I own that. <laughs> it's me. I actually... Okay, Taylor. Um, I <laughs> I find myself saying it all the time about everything. Actually, I might have posted something earlier that said, I don't know, something about telling my brain that fight or flight is for like life or death situations and not for responding to an email. And I cracked up because one, that's totally me, but I put that on there too. Hi, it's me. I feel like, I don't know, it's so relevant or yeah. relevant. Um, I like cotton, even though it's small, you know, normally I like big yarns and mm -hmm. cotton is not, it's actually pretty, I would say like the size of worsted would you yes 
Um, and normally I despise that, but for some reason when it's cotton, eh, it's okay. I Maybe like... it's the way that like it glides on the needles. That could Is be... it different? I like blocking dishcloths, and that sounds a little bit ridiculous because as soon as you get it wet, it's obviously going to lose its shape. Yeah. But if not, they look kind of wonky when you're trying to like fold them and make them look nice. So I don't know. I do like blocking dishcloths as well. I feel like it's like ironing underwear, though. I mean, why? Why, Brittany? <laughs> like, why block? I've your always dishcloth? thought about that kind of stuff. Also, like <sighs> when you read, sometimes like you know, just the different, I don't, just the the different way things were, you know, and in different time periods. And I've always thought that sometimes about some of those things, like. Why, why so much ironing? Like, you know what I mean? The second you sit down, your pants are going to be wrinkled. Like, you know what I mean? I don't I know. Especially back then. I feel it now because I leave this house and my clothes won't be wrinkled. But then I, I have to sit in the car to drive to each customer's business. And sometimes that could be an hour drive before I get to my first place. And mm-hmm. I get out and then from the seatbelt and everything else, like, I feel like I just look so slobby. Um, well, I guess I used to starch things back then too, though, didn't they? Because yeah. I remember my dad always spraying starch on like his uniform. I went through a phase of really enjoying starch ironing as well. It's so crisp. I so crisp. I bet that's what it was. Um, I just used a permanent press on my dryer. So <laughs> I <actually laughs> like, that's about as far as I get. Life where I will look at something and be like, eh, I could throw it in the dryer for a couple minutes. <laughs> that'll take the wrinkles out so that's that's the stage of life i'm at i actually um, have a sweater right now that's sitting on top of the washing machine because it has to be washed by itself inside out in cold water and laid oh. out to dry and i'm like that's just that's a lot for a sweater but it is my favorite sweater so i do take care of it it's just it's i feel like it's just very needy yeah i do i have some stuff like that work too to where i just tell Jeff, like, I, I will set it aside and not put it with the regular laundry because same thing. Like, I don't know. My problem is I like longer tops. I like them to hide my belly area that I'm not fond of. And a lot of things like to shrink up like short in the dryer. Mm. So, like, it might still fit fine everywhere else. But now all of a sudden, if you make a wrong move, you're showing your midsection. And I'm not all about that life. So, I don't know. I had one shirt last week that I washed again. And instead of drying it, I laid it flat and kind of, like, pulled it down to, like, stretch it every once in a while as it dried flat. Mm-hmm. And it was it was great. By the time it was dried, it was like it never shrunk up. So now I'm kind of regretting getting rid of some of those shirts I once got rid of. Because apparently, just like crocheted or knitted items, you can block your clothing, too. Mm-hmm. And reshape. Yeah. I have no idea. I have a tank top actually that I've only worn it a couple times because I don't know what it is, but as the day goes on, it gets like bigger and stretched out. Oh, but like, uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to describe. So I'm definitely going to have to like show you a picture of it sometime, but it's, so it's like a racer back tank top. It's not like a fitted tank top. It's like a, like a baggy tank top, I guess. T-shirt tank top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and I always wear like another tank top under it because it's definitely not like designed to be worn by itself. But it's funny because as the day goes on, it's like, oh, and now my tank top is like 
down to my thighs and it's like it's oh, very no. bizarre I don't know why and like I don't get a wet or anything so I don't understand like why it just it just droops all day and it's not heavy I don't know it's just it's very weird i if I didn't like the pattern on the front of it, like the design or it's like a graphic tank top. So whatever the design is on the front of it, if I didn't like that, I would have gotten rid of it already. Uh, I've got some pants that I have that problem with. Like they'll fit in the morning when I leave the house, but by the end of the day, I'm constantly pulling them up and they feel like they're 12 sizes too big. I feel like anything fresh out of the dryer is deceiving because it's somewhat of like, I don't know because it's freshly dried. It's like more fitted, um, and I have maybe one that's pair. what it is. I don't know. I also well for the last four years because okay, so when mom died, which was twenty nineteen, uh, January, we had gotten buy some clothes like to wear to her services, and we were at Kmart, which. I don't, there are no Kmart's left, are there? Mm, not in Ohio, I don't think. Uh, really sad. I passed an old one today, but uh, Kmart's are gone, but at the time they were still here and you could find good deals. And I found two pairs of black leggings for like $7.99 each. It was a steal. Uh, what I did not know until I got them home and wore them, one pair was great. One pair, however, was not great, and one of the legs was longer than the other. So they're still in the regular rotation of my clothing now because why wouldn't I still have $7 leggings four years later? <laughs> um, I just can't get rid of things. It's ridiculous. But, but I hate it because when I accidentally grab the pair that has the short leg, it's like everywhere I'm walking, if I'm walking into a customer's location, I'm constantly like pulling the other leg up some to like try to compensate so it doesn't look so... I think it just makes me look like my legs are off. Oh. It's a hot mess. But those leggings are also the same way. They're not like... They're not like some of my old school Lularoes that are very fitted and soft and like kind of suck everything up in there. These ones are like... They start out like leggings, but by the end of the day, they almost feel like pajama pants. Like I had to quit wearing them for work because I was like, these are super not professional. Like they just look terrible <laughs> by the end of the day. Um, but I don't know. Kmart got me on that short leg, man. <laughs> Every once in a while you get, you know, something that you're like, mm, I don't, I don't think that was sewn properly. And, and I feel like it, having worked in retail, it happens a lot more often than I think you realize, you yeah. know, not necessarily you, but just people in general that maybe haven't worked in retail because yes a lot of times like you get things out of the box and you're like what in the world <laughs> i agree i used what to love shopping at gabriel brothers because i'm plus size but you could go to gabriel brothers and they would have stuff that would like just be tagged wrong mm -hmm. so it'd be like oh what's that you're a size five six yes i am um i haven't been a size five six maybe since like i don't know fourth grade but sometimes you would catch that wrong tag stuff and it would fit right, but just have a terribly wrong size in it. And that was always nice. Um, but I don't, I like those kind of, I like those kind of finds usually. Not in the case of short leg pants, but otherwise I'm okay with a flaw or two to get a really good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 
I remember though seeing a lot of times that people would bring stuff up to the counter and I'm like, ooh, how did how did this one get get through? I would if I noticed it though, I would offer to get them another one. If it yeah. was something that like I noticed that maybe they didn't. Or let me just go check the back and see if we have another one of these. I've never understood from working retail aspect how I get home on occasion and there are still like ink tags on my clothing. Oh, Eric, we went out to eat, I think it was, um, a couple weeks ago. Or no. No, we were eating here. I just had my family over because it was for like Christmas, I think. And um he had a tag on his shirt and it was one of those tags that um it wasn't like a, a tag tag, but you know, like one of those like tape tags, size mm-hmm. size tape things. And I was like, you're just walking around with just this, like, tag on your back. And he was like, I didn't even notice it on there. And I probably oh, no. washed his shirt, like, five times since I oh, bought it. No. And I was like, so you're just, just never noticed? But I, of course, didn't either, I guess. But <laughs> I just thought it was part of the graphics. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. Oh, shoot. That's funny. Uh, I think we've all had some, we'll call them wardrobe malfunctions in honor of Janet Jackson. Um. <laughs> yeah. My favorite whenever, though, I think is Gatlin. He, gosh, he was probably like, I don't know, six or seven. And we were leaving the house to go look at a new house, actually. And I, he had been just cruising around the house, like, I don't know, all day in just his little boxers and his T-shirt. And, like, we go to leave, and, he, I mean, he walks all the way out to the car, and then he looks down, and he said, I don't have anything that's on. And he, like, freaked <laughs> out. But by that point, like, we were already out there. So Jeff's like, get in the car, man. You're fine. Just get up in your car seat. Like, it's no big deal. He's still in a booster, I think. He's like, oh, my gosh. What if we see someone? <laughs> and I was like, well, Gatlin, they look like shorts. Like, I mean, it's fine. Nothing. It's fine. But he was so freaked out. But he got outside and was like, I don't have any pants. <laughs> we were dying. Oh, but, that's embarrassing. Uh, so embarrassing. Yeah, I've had some probably... Probably my worst wasn't really a clothing malfunction per se, but I was at work. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I was at work and I had been tanning because it was springtime and I was like just itching for sunlight. So of course, why not just start tanning again? I got burnt because I just always tan for too long to start out with. I can't help myself. Got burnt and I was itchy as all get out. I mean, like dying. You would have thought I had the chicken pox. So. I was over there and I loved this shirt too. I had this teal shirt from Maurice's that like had some kind of swirly graphic on the front, but then the back was like lace kind of across it. And it was like my favorite teal, but I was itching my back all day with this pen because I was just dying all day, all day. And I got up to go to the bathroom or something, go to the printer. I don't know something and somebody's like what's all over your shirt and i was like what are you talking about i had the wrong end of the pen and literally just drew all over the back of the shirt for the whole day and ink as anyone knows is not not super easy to get out of lace per se Mm -hmm. uh it was terrible i was so mad i was so mad but i was like you more on the wrong end multiple (laughs) times multiple times (laughs) and then of course after that like we were in the big open room setting in the other office and like 
everything just spreads like wildfire back there. So then everybody else will be like, let me see the back of your shirt. Oh, yeah, so-and-so told me. And I'm like, okay, I know. Yep, I definitely, definitely Oh, did. rude. I'm going to have to go home and burn this shirt now. Oh, Oh, man. man. It was, it was a doozy. Slight, slight wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, I I don't think that I have big except for in the fourth grade, I wore a dress entirely backwards the whole day. And so it was one that like crisscrossed in the back. And somebody, I feel like an adult should have been like, Hey, your dress is on backwards because you're crisscrossing in the front instead of in Oh, no. the back. And I mean, I know was, I was in fourth grade, but there wasn't much to show, but there was showing. And I feel like someone should have paid attention Yeah, to that. I also Because feel like... I came home and I was like, why is your dress on backwards? Because we got on the bus at that time, either at my grandma's house or my aunt's house or somebody because my mom went to work early in the morning. And so I just straight up dressed myself. And I remember it was fourth grade. I remember that dress well. I loved that dress um, after I learned to wear it properly, I guess. But, yep, I sure put that thing on the wrong way. And more of the front of me was visible than needed to be. And nobody was like, hey, why don't you go in the bathroom and spin that dress around? You're wearing it wrong. No one. <laughs> no That's one did terrible that. because Remy is in the fourth grade now and like I could fathom that I remember it like it was like like it just happened last week. I remember just sitting there in class, like trying to to hold my like crisscross parts like over top of my top so nobody could see anything because it didn't dawn on me that it was on backwards and then I needed to turn around. So the entire day, like I'm trying to cover myself up when all I had to do was go to the bathroom and spin it around. Dang it. <laughs> Oh, that is oh, embarrassing. tragedy. Yeah, I don't know. Looking back, though, I feel like, I don't know. I had some doozies of some outfits back in the day that I don't, I don't know why we just, I don't, I mean, I know you can't help what's popular at the time. Like, do you remember the shirts that all had like what I would consider an, a retro emoji, like, Like a white egghead guy or face that always said things. This is a terrible Mm, description. you're gonna have to I, show I'm me glad we're not I don't playing charades. I don't even know what to look for. Like, I don't it was like a white. really Somebody that's listening has to know what I'm talking about. It was like a white um, face with like arms that stuck out of it, and it would be like over today or. talk to the hand or <laughs> I swear I don't know what you're talking oh about. <laughs> no oh no i'm gonna be like okay carry on I mean, I'm gonna it be looking sounds it up like while we're talking a shirt that I need to get for sure, but oh I no don't know what you're talking i about. like my sixth or seventh grade year that was like my outfit of choice i wore one of those hoodies and it or not even a hoodie it was a regular sweatshirt hoodies weren't cool yet but it had that that face thing on it and it had some kind of like smart ass saying And I wore that and, like, some jean shorts and some bright green Puma shoes that none of it even matched. And Mom was like, go for it. That's what you want to wear. I mean, I don't... Ooh, it gives me anxiety thinking of letting Remy choose her outfits. Because sometimes she'll be like, yeah, I was going to wear this tomorrow. And it might be, like, tie-dyed pants with a totally different kind of tie-dyed shirt. 
and I'll be like, man, tie-dye on tie-dye? You sure you don't want to? Like, it, it kills me. It kills me. And I know I should let her really have more freedom with that, but my OCD won't allow it. I'm I'm trying to look these things up here. Um, I, I was watching, I think it was a Reels video on Facebook, and it was just like 90s fashion, so it was like, we're so glad these went away. And I was like offended because I was like, <laughs> well, I, I still wear some of that. <laughs> what do you mean? Are we not uh, wearing that now? I feel, I feel that way also when I see some of these makeup videos that will say like me doing, it's 2002 doing my makeup or whatever. I'm like, that's literally still how I do my makeup today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is wrong with that glitter eyeshadow? <laughs> Uh, wear like the Aeropostle t-shirts. I'm like, oh, we don't, we don't wear Aeropostle t-shirts anymore. That's not a thing anymore. Oh, Wait, what? Um, like the the flared leg jeans and stuff. I'm like, but I definitely still wear flared leg jeans. Like, okay, so what? Stop selling them to me then. If people aren't supposed to wear right? them, or that we're supposed to have center parted hair now? No, I'm not doing that. No. I'm not having center parted Wednesday Adams looking hair. Sorry, no. No, I'm also not having center parted hair unless you want me to look homeless. Um, well, and, and my hair is just oily up at the top anyway, and like I feel like it would look like it was like matted to my head. He's not a fan of it. It's not. I'm just gonna be middle aged and fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah i mean why did why did we decide it? there's something wrong with that like i'm i'm okay with it um i'm i'm not being able to find these shirts and it's really starting to make me mad is this one of those mandela effect type i was just gonna say the same thing i was gonna say are you sure that they existed uh, maybe it was just the smiley face no it wasn't just the smiley face no, come on, 90s Google, give me better than that. I'm going to have to do better research for next week, friends, because it's really going to bother me now. Stay tuned for it being our thumbnail next week. <laughs> yes. Um. Remember, too, it was big then, like, Levi's had the a lot of the shirts that said things like button my fly and because they had the five button fly jeans in the 90s. I did have the five button fly jeans, but I don't remember the t-shirts. Mm, yeah, like they had uh, they had t-shirts that said, "Yeah, like they were like but, risque for back in the day." So I would still wear five button fly jeans now. Now that you bring it up, I forgot about those. I would too. I wonder, do they still make them? I enjoyed them because you didn't have to worry about your zipper being down. And the mm -hmm. buttons didn't come undone super easily. I don't know if they still make them or not. Because I'll be honest, I might own one pair of jeans. Uh, I just I don't have a lot of jeans. Have a problem with jeans, specifically the jeans I find on ThreadUp, which I feel like I should say not sponsored. But I unless really you want to sponsor us, ThreadUp, <laughs> right? Right. But I do, um, I do really love that app. Because I can always buy jeans that are like Lucky Brand or American Eagle or whatever that are like $14. And they've maybe only been worn a couple times. My favorite pair of jeans I have right now are Tommy Hilfiger jeans. And I just love the way that they fit. And I probably bought them for like $12 on there. Look on there because I always hear about your successes. I am not as successful there. 
their plus size selection is not not a lot and some of the stuff they do have is like oh I really only buy the jeans on there and I swear to you I probably bought like eight pairs of jeans in the last year and where do I wear jeans nowhere nowhere because I can't we can't wear them to work and well that's not true I do wear them to work on Fridays but like I don't go anywhere <laughs> so it's like where do I wear them to nowhere right. but I I have them because I thought they looked cute I'm with you. I, I it's my toxic maybe. trait, <laughs> right there. I own like one pair because mostly I have like work pants or leggings. Because if I am not in work clothes, I am generally in leggings. Um, I don't know, man. I just jeans. I used to wear them all the time, but I don't know. I struggle to find pairs that fit good. I think is my problem because I have like a weird. I don't know, sizing-wise, by the time I get them up over my booty, uh, then they're always, like, real big and weird around the waist, and I'm, I just hate wearing a belt, and it's not, just not my thing. Like, I'll probably, I have to travel for work a couple times coming up soon, and I'll probably take a pair of jeans with me, just in case we have, like, a casual something, but that's about it. Probably just one pair. And I'm just saying, thank the Lord. I don't think we're doing anything crazy like top golf or axe throwing. Last year they were on this kick of like doing crazy stuff. And I'm just not about that life. It's not safe for anybody around me. I wonder, and I've wondered this several times, and I need to I need to research it. But Eric and I saw one time an axe throwing place that they put in, oh, maybe Beaver Creek or something. Um but I was, I wonder the first, first axe throwing place that came about, you're going to the city planning board and you're talking to, you know, the people who determine whether or not you get permits and all that. Like who sat someone down and said, hear me out. I would like to open a bar. And in this bar, I would like to have axes randomly thrown about i mean i know it's not random but it, I mean, do it they be. serve alcohol i don't know i've never been in one i mean i, I would just i had assumed so but my group last year not. didn't do the axe throwing my group did the tough golf it did have alcohol and food and i mm -hmm. nearly killed some people there on accident um yeah it was really unfortunate i just had a couple bad hits golfing is not my thing it's not not something i am interested in nor would i probably ever try again but I somehow managed to hit this ball just right off of the club that it like a ricocheted sideways and about took some heads off. Um, mm. And at Top Golf, nobody's really looking to like get hit with a ball because it's you have like your station that you're in and it's pretty straight up. Most people hit the ball out to where you're supposed to hit the ball, and that's that. I I'm not sure how it happened. I probably couldn't pay for it to happen again, but it happened twice that night to the point that the people next to us who were not with our large group were like super fuming annoyed at me for it <laughs> and it's really embarrassing actually uh i am not a golfer it's not golf so. is honestly something that i would like for lucas to learn how to do and the reason that i say that is because i was doing a transcript one time and it was two guys who were talking and the guy who was interviewing so it was an interviewer and an interviewee, and I think it's for like a magazine or something. But the guy that was being interviewed, um, he was like a 
successful, I don't know, some big wig with a company. And the guy who was interviewing him was like, if you had one piece of advice that you could give anybody, you know, that's young before they get into the workforce, what would it be? And he said, learn to play golf. He said, because when you are meeting with clients, he said, a lot of them also play golf. He said, if you want to keep your customer's attention for eight hours, learn to play golf, take them to a golf course. He was like, that way you're having fun. The mood is light and you have their attention all day. And he's like, I close more deals at golf courses than I have anywhere else. And so I was like, you know, from a business aspect, learning to play golf, I mean, I guess would be useful. I mean, look at how many golf outings we have at work. Well, and I can say that the area that I'm in and the area my group is in is like freaking golf central. And I think that's why they chose this outing for our team building event. Um, But then you get like, I mean, I, hindsight is always 2020, but looking back, they probably were like, oh my gosh, who let her come to this meeting? (laughs) Because that day I might've underestimated what they meant by the word casual for the event. And I had on leggings and a t-shirt that said, give me liberty or give me death. And I had my hair French braided and pigtails with a hair bow. And then I went out there to play some golf. And it was just, it was just not good. You should be like, listen, you did not say polo and khakis. Right. <laughs> I, mean, not, I feel like it was why. literally like, here I come. And it's, <laughs> you know, like, just not good at all. But oh, there are a lot of people down here that play golf with their customers that's not really something i have in common um and i actually discussed it with my superior and was like look i'll go drive the car and chat it up with everybody but i mean for the safety of all involved like I i'll be a think... caddy right i don't think it's a good idea i really don't um but i mean i could see like you said the time that you're with them and so many people love golf and if you look even some female directors that we have had in past times are extreme golfers as well. But I bet that's mm-hmm. how they got to be that way. By golfing it up with everybody. I don't know. I, again, for the safety of all, I don't think it's a good I It's not a good route for me, I don't believe. But um, I was like, I, think, that, I mean, that's just one thing that I think that like. I think it's a I great mean, idea for them just to their learn the, the basics. Yeah. Of it. Just, just enough to, you know, be able to, to get by, to, to get around. Yeah. Right. To, you know, because I, I mean, not even just customers and in a sales sense, I mean, just like that. It's just a good way to network with people. Yeah, I agree. I also think that, cause I thought the same for Gatlin getting into golf um selfishly for another reason because a lot of times it's a sport that is underplayed at schools like there's not a lot mm-hmm. of kids that golf yeah and scout that's an that's an easier scholarship you're more likely to get a golf scholarship than you are say a football scholarship um yeah. and so even a small scholarship to help toward that cost would be pff, ideal mm-hmm. um so for that aspect and Remington too, I've thought about it too, because girls in golf, are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's a sport I think that she could do. She's, she's not all about like basketball or soccer where you're running up and down the field or the court or, I mean, she gets nosebleed. She's just not that kid per se, but golf, that's not like a high contact high stamina and endurance i mean you're you're hitting a ball and you're walking and whatever but it's not not crazy 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't think maybe she tried to, but we've got spring is going to be coming soon. Well, I, I say that I don't really know when spring shows up in this state. We've already got dandelions in our front yard, and I'm not real sure what what to do about that because then this weekend it's going to be like 18. So uh, I'm just going to let them grow for now. Yeah, like, I was going to say let nature take its course. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. My backyard needs mowed. We have a bunch of like the green onion grass everywhere, getting kind of big, but. But it's also January and going to be 18 this weekend. So like I'm I'm not I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing here. So for now I'm doing nothing about it. Um, but with spring coming, we want to get either start walking more or get bikes and ride bikes. We have trails around us that are like a paved, you know, blacktop, whatever kind of trail. But they go all over the place. And like in our neighborhood, there's a couple connectors to it. And the pedestrians on the path have the right of way. Cars have to stop for them. Like it's, they're pretty nice, big, fancy, whatever's, but I thought it would be a good way to get the kids out too. Um, but I don't know, even just, I just want to get out. I miss the outdoors and the sunshine. I heard that now. Same. Remind me of this episode when it's like okay. July and I'm dying and I'm cussing this heat and you can be like, but don't you remember episode <laughs> one? You just really wanted it back. I feel like that's a quick way for me to get cussed out if we're being honest. <laughs> I just I feel like that's a trap. Okay, maybe. Um, I'm gonna be like, you told me at one point to remind you, but I'm not sure why. I don't remember what it was. You may want to go back and listen to that episode. I'm not sure. Um, I really just want spring and fall all the time, and I'm not sure why that's too much to ask. I don't really care for like the heat of summer, especially here. If it's anything like last year when we moved and it was literally 110 degrees, um, I'm not all about that life because I out of customers warehouses and ducks and if it's hot outside like the heat in a warehouse is 12 times that mm-hmm. and it sucks it's got to be the humidity for me the, yeah and it's very extreme with that here too but it's like i will be on someone's dock and like sweating profusely like a man because it's just so hot <laughs> um so it's been really nice oh, in the cooler months to like be like what's that you want to tour me around this whole two mile warehouse let's do it mm-hmm. um i'm not sweating uh like a pig afterwards like i am in the summertime so that part i'm not looking forward to but trying to figure out i I still have to find a good beach around here if anybody is local uh in eastern virginia hit me up with a non-touristy good beach we made the mistake of uh doing virginia beach once when we moved last year and i shouldn't say mistake it was okay just very very extremely touristy and there's nowhere to park unless you want to park in a parking garage for like thirty dollars uh i'm not all about all that i'm not well and i know summertime is a big time when people do like their vacations and stuff oh what yeah. is, what's the off season like there is it it's not as bad um as far as that goes but it's not uh, I want to be able to go and just like hang at the beach. Some folks have told yeah. me some northern beaches, um, like Chicks Beach on the bay side, because the water is not as rough there. So for like a lot of people have told me like, oh, you've got smaller kids. You probably like that because the waves are not like crashy and crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Some folks have recommended Sandbridge, which is like the southern coast there south of virginia beach um i believe you still got to pay to park there but it's not quite as popular and therefore not like as crazy and touristy either 
I mean, it was okay at Virginia Beach. We got there early at like nine in the morning. Um, but people are rude, man. And by the time it started to get to be like 11 o'clock, it was getting really crowded and people will literally put their blanket on top of your blanket. Like, oh, oh my sorry, gosh. you didn't see your stuff there. Let me just butt right up to your blanket and lay our stuff out. Like we didn't know you were right there. Wow. So I just, I'm not a fan of that. Um, yeah. It's a no, it's a no for me dog. So I don't know. Gotta gotta find some beaches before it starts getting warm here because I don't know when that's gonna be. That could be April here. I'm not sure. Well, and maybe there's a beach too that maybe is like a private beach where you can buy like an annual pass. Yes, that's also something worth checking out. They do have some pools around here where you can get like a pool club membership. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to pay six hundred dollars so my kids can go swim on a couple of times a week. It's a yeah, that's pretty expensive. You know what else is expensive here? totally off subject i'll give the dirty look of the week here we go shout it out great wolf lodge it's you i'm giving this to you in williamsburg <laughs> virginia um i thought that maybe like jeff's birthday is coming up in march and it's hard for us we have literally no one here no family no anybody that can babysit our kids to have an adult night like we got nothing going so um i thought man great wolf would be good because if we just did like a little weekend there it's the best of both worlds. Gives the kids stuff to do. We can also have adult beverages, not worry about driving or somebody watching the kids or whatever. Like, we can all just hang there and have a cool little weekend. Oh, um, It's expensive. And the one in, in Mason is definitely also expensive. We've stayed there. But these rooms for, like, the one basic, like, they considered a suite because it would fit the five of us, uh, including Pam. Mm-hmm. $699 a night and that is with 30% off without Goodness. without taxes or resort fees after taxes and resort fees it was like $1,700 for two nights for just the day pass just the day pass they have an option of the whole day or from 4pm through 9pm a five-hour mm-hmm. pass. The day pass is 120 and the four-hour, five-hour pass is $96 per person. So from 4 p.m. to 9, just for us to go swim at the water park, it would cost us $500. Plus no. What in the actual? Yeah, no. I was Hard like, pass. well, that sounded like expensive. a really good idea on paper, but it is definitely a no. Also, yeah. I'm just going to give a dirty look at the week. Why we're at it? You're okay. dosing them out. To the people that control the prices of tickets for concerts and sporting events. I'm not going to get Taylor Swift crazy, but (laughs) my kid is a diehard Eagles fan. And for a moment, I just had a flash a couple days ago, like, they're going to the Super Bowl. I wonder what, like, nosebleed seats would cost. Oh, man. If, Mm. you know, it was within the hundreds of dollars range for nosebleeds. I might consider it. It's, it's literally a once-in-a-lifetime chance. So I'm yeah. like, dee, 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 let me go. Just check it out. Nosebleeds, worst possible possible seats, $5,576 per ticket, sold in a minimum of two, which does not include taxes or fees or your parking pass or anything else that you might want to do. So nearly twelve grand just for the tickets. Not yeah. for the airfare or the hotel or the food or the souvenirs you're obviously going to want to buy. It's like a $25,000 trip. Mm-hmm. What? 
Yeah. Eric was showing me that the cost of tickets just for like the championship that they had, or is that what it was? Championship uh this game. Okay. He was showing me the tickets for that. And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Am I sitting outside in one degree weather? (laughs) I know. I told Gatlin. I would not watch it anyway, but I definitely not. I was like, listen, dude, I'm really sorry. Like I tried to have a good heart and I was genuinely trying to see if we could make this happen. I could buy a brand new car outright for the cost yes. of what it would be to get us there. So yeah. not this year, my friend. But he did get to go see them play this year, which at least he can say he yeah. got to go see, you know, this year's team play and whatever. But mm-hmm. we're just going to make some snacky foods at home and save ourselves a cool 25K. Yes. Uh, yeah. Off the hook. If you're listening and you're going to the Super Bowl, tell us how you did it or what you do for a <laughs> living. We, we are dying to know. What family member did you sell to go? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Maybe. <laughs> kind of. Did you, uh, did you get that sponsorship uh, that we asked for? Maybe that's, I don't know. Well, definitely tell you who's not going to be sponsoring <laughs> the ticket agents. Probably not going to be Ticketmaster or Live Nation. Uh, oh, right. That's uh, fine. We're doing fine without it. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> Nothing to see. Everything's fine. Um, I hope everybody's temperature projects are coming along. Tell us how yours are coming. Uh, we would love to hear from you. You can find yeah. us. We, our little temperature group is on Facebook, Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast year-long Stitchathon. Super fun crowd there. You can catch up and see what everybody's up to. Um, or you can always find all of our social media at Needles, Hooks, DL for our Instagram, our Facebook Messenger, or TikTok. By the way, I post a little video of the shawl yarn that I'm making, the sequin lion brain yarn on our TikTok. And I'm not sure everybody really liked it. For some reason, we got 750 views on that bad boy, and I'm not oh, sure dang. why, but thank you for that. Uh random folks of TikTok that like sequin yarn. We appreciate you. And uh, we hope you join us next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.